Welcome everyone to Gaffy with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about yes, it. Yes, we are. Episode 107! Bay! 107th and Park. <laughs> they never... The, That's how that The goes. less talked about corner... Of Harlem. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I wonder, how you doing, James? I'm doing okay, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. I've been working all day. Yeah. Why uh, are you still working? It is 9.15 p.m. I mean, Because I'm working for... Uh, my fiance is also still working on stuff, but she took some breaks, so I understand why she's still working. Uh, the startup I'm working for is launching a video conferencing tool, which is... Uh, Kind of applicable at these oh, times, yeah, so this everyone's is... working very hard. Yeah, uh, you guys are trying to rush to market. <laughs> yeah, something like you that. You guys weren't. Are you working for Zoom? Is that who you're working for? No, uh, no, it's a we're a we're a different company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, sound. We haven't launched yet. We're a startup. I don't know. Well, I'll I'll talk about it eventually. Okay. Uh, how are you doing aside from work? Uh, I'm doing okay. I, I shaved into a mustache this Dude, weekend, which is very it's fun. It's looking very powerful, I will say. It's a, Thank it's you a so good much. looking mustache. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I am um, jealous of anyone who can grow a dark mustache, as my beard is complete with a nice blonde, wispy mustache. It's not the, not the you best. You do have a nice blonde, wispy mustache. Um, yeah, I've been cooking some good food. Uh, I've been hanging out. I'm making cacio e pepe tomorrow to do the third out of the fourth Roman pasta dish like I've been doing. Very exciting. Uh I made a cauliflower fried rice last week to make something healthy, which was nice. Um, Very yeah, nice. Doing all right. Very good. Good to hear it. Want to introduce our guest? Uh, I sure do. Uh, speaking of dark mustaches, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Strix. Fellers, I want to thank you all for having me on the podcast today. Can we, mute him? Can, we mute him time. can we mute him already? Can we mute him? John? How do you hey, mute John, me? I can don't we understand technology. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can fellas, we, thanks for having me. Can we James, end this up. episode? Uh, can we end this episode now? Can we end the episode now? <laughs> it would be fun. Joe recommended us doing this on... We've been doing these over Google Hangouts, and Joe recommended we do them over uh, Zoom. What's interesting, if we did them over Zoom, I could mute you. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Maybe we should move this to Zoom. <laughs> uh, I rescind the offer. Uh, I say Hangouts forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Joe, thank you for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, wow, what a time! What a what an episode for this time. Since we're all going to be living in the woods, making various uh, game stews in the near future, that'll be this is a good one to to learn and pick up on. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah, this is a hel- a helpful time to be doing an episode of Babish where he's in the woods, so we can learn survival skills. <laughs> a necessary thing coming up. I'm definitely about to order a big fucking knife. The, the, this taught me <laughs> the main takeaway from this is that I'm ordering a big ass crocodile Dundee ass knife. I yeah, I will say that I this desperately made me want a knife, and every honestly every time I see a professional a big ass knife. chef, a big ass knife, a knife, I'm like, give me that. But but also just a good knife. Our knife yeah. is our like the one main chef our knife we use. Knife. Is, hey, you only have one. No, we have we have a block, but you always end up using the same one. Like the it's right. the chef's knife that you just always end up using, and it's. So dull and so, yeah. so <laughs> it's terrible. It's and I'm yeah. like, I got to sharpen that. Bad I boy. do using that sharpener you give me, but that works for like 
A day oh, or I forgot two. that I gave you a knife sharpener. Yeah, you gave it to me. It's great. It's helped. That was nice. It's still, this, it the only goes so far. The biggest casualty of putting off your wedding is that, that you don't get the knife set that we were going to get e- you. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get that fucking kick-ass knife set, and now i got to yeah. wait a whole goddamn year. I was going to get you some fucking sweet Ronco's. Ooh. How's the vibe in your household since you've canceled your wedding? Uh, yeah, pretty since you solid. Off the whole relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia has left me. I'm, I'm in, a, in the sewer now. That's where I live. <laughs> uh, you need a knife in the sewer. <laughs> no, I mean, it was a bummer, but it was also like uh, we were both anxious for it. And now we don't have to be anxious about that thing anymore. Like we were both anxious in like because we have to deal with 200 people that we knew but now it's like all right we it's next year we're still gonna get married sometime soon uh but uh the party won't be till next year that's all are you gonna get your money back uh no because we just we're just kind of rolling it into next year we we didn't lose yeah we didn't lose any of our deposits or anything like that which was good oh that's good yeah yeah we we didn't have to like fight anybody but now you don't have to like uh talk to a priest or whatever no wasn't planning on doing that anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're creepy individuals. If we have any priest listeners, now's a good time to log off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, if you're a priest, uh, talk Why? to us. We won't turn you in. Sorry. <laughs> priest Holmes listens to the podcast. That's true. <laughs> Yo, that is, yeah. Priest Holmes, you can keep listening. Yeah. But you're uh, city chief, which is problematic in its own right. Ah, uh, indeed. <laughs> Joey, how's your quarantine? Uh, and doing any fun cooking this week? Uh, we actually did something very fun. I posted a picture of it today on Saturday night. We did uh, a chopped sort of thing where I picked ingredients, four ingredients to be specific, and Amanda had to make a meal out of them. Uh, and it was a rousing success. That's like saying uh, we built a castle. I found a picture of it and she built the castle. <laughs> This is I was, correct, Johnny. I was just gonna say the, say the same thing. It's like, <laughs> Joe, I desperately want to. I want to hear more about this, but also, I more so want. I want nothing more than for you to do the reverse and see the fallout. Oh. The fallout that happens. <laughs> that was that was the worst part of the whole thing. Is the conversation as we're kind of like finishing up. You know, like uh, we're both finishing up our plates, and I and I was like, "What would you have uh, picked for me?" Like in the reverse, and she was like. Well, definitely pasta and a sauce. And I was like, so you're just telling me you want pasta. What's yeah. <laughs> you're going to learn a lot. You're going to learn a lot about how much your partner respects your cooking or how little your partner respects your cooking when they, right. when they design a job. Like, okay, so what I've selected for you is a box of Kraft mac and cheese, a fork, a knife, and a plate. That's it. Your, your four ingredients are this slice of bread, this jar of peanut butter, yeah. this jar of jelly, and this other slice of bread bread now you have to make something <laughs> no, it was, um, uh, yeah it was so what did fun. you what did you pick for her for her and also just really quickly the reverse of what she said she would pick would be pasta a sauce uh chickpeas and uh some sort of oh and uh like tortilla chips or something like that and so it was basically just like make meatballs out of uh, garbanzo beans and tortilla chips, you know, but whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but what I chose for her, uh, I chose those little mini baby bell cheese wheels because we so have them in the house. 
I thought I liked them more than I do. I, I got them in, in like a when I was they're fine quarantine shopping, and then I've been trying to snack on them, and I was like, I don't know if I uh, like these so much. Hmm. Um, so it was kind of like this is a good way to get rid of those. Um, with mini baby bell cheeses, uh, this cherry barbecue spice rub that we got at uh, a, a cherry themed store in Ann Arbor, Michigan. There's um, a there's a store that's cherry themed. Dude, Michigan has like a is a big cherry state. That oh, we have like a, the, a cherry festival up in Yeah, that's their, that's their whole thing. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. Man. Another reason, for, another reason for me never to go back to that state. Oh, um, you don't want a good Black Forest <laughs> gateau? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> one of the lesser cakes, if we're being honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the other two ingredients, sorry. Uh, applesauce and... Um, Roasted peanuts. And, and what did what did she put together with all from that? From that, she uh, shredded up a bunch of potatoes, shredded up an onion, uh, and formed them into the what would have been latkes, uh, potato pancakes, but shoved them in the waffle iron with a little bit of that cheese, turned them into uh, potato waffles. Uh, she cut up a sausage and coated it in the barbecue rub and then fried that up and then the applesauce and sour cream were used for dipping and the peanuts were kind of like crushed and pulsed and then sprinkled on top as sort of a salt as a salt substitute it was fucking bomb it was really good nice yeah yeah that sounds awesome i feel like that's not a game most people can play Yes, you need to have one person who is uh, a wild card, and you need to have one person who can take a wild card and make something from yeah, it. Yeah, you need to have like a very, <laughs> like a pretty talented cook, a pretty talented cook, and then yeah, and then somebody right. Yeah, you also what need you to think you also like, need to have like a decently stocked kitchen. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, you were a good wild card there. Much like in one-on-one basketball, you need one Michael Jordan and one wild card, <laughs> and you choose one of them to play. <laughs> You need one Michael Jordan. Both and necessary. You need one Michael Jordan, and you need one Michael Oluwa Candy. <laughs> you gotta have your Michaels covered. Uh, what Love do you guys it. think was the ingredient that gave her the most trouble? Peanuts. Um, I was gonna say the Baby Bell because that's such a bad. It's not. It's not good cheese. It's not good for cooking. Right. It's meant to be just eaten. Right. It was the peanuts, uh, and I had. I, she also was like, you didn't really give me like a main thing to be the main thing in the dish. And I, I, I had it down to peanuts and shrimp, which is a rare two things to be down to as like the final ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down to peanuts and shrimp. <laughs> me? I'm I don't DGPAS. know what that means, but I'm... <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Anyone here down to peanuts and shrimp? <laughs> oh, you know it. Uh, James, did you, did you do any fun cooking this week? Um, no, I, we actually, <laughs> we literally just ran it back. We enjoyed last weekend so much. <laughs> we just ran it back and I, I made BLTs again and then I had grilled cheese on Saturday. <laughs> I love it. It was awesome. It was so good. And I, I had sausage, it. egg and cheese again and it was wonderful. And the egg didn't mess me up, which was super dope. Oh, maybe you're losing yeah. an allergy. Love and to hear religion. that. R.E.M. Johnny, what did you cook? Uh, I feel like I already did this. I made the uh, a cauliflower fried rice. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, we did. Did this. you wait? Did you um, with the cauliflower fried rice? Did you grate the cauliflower yourself, or is there such a thing as cauliflower rice? 
they have that. Yeah, I just bought I bought the frozen version. Oh, it holds up. It's it's way easier. It's a good cauliflower in general is is a great surface on which to just put flavors. It just can be yeah, because it's a nothing. So many it's ways. just a nothing essentially. Yeah, like we did uh, like an or like an orange chicken that was from Aldi maybe uh, with like some mixed vegetables and. Uh, mostly cauliflower and brown rice, and the, the vegetables and the brown rice were nothing. But with the fucking orange chicken sauce, yeah. Ooh. they're just vehicles. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Um, should we talk about Red Dem Red Dead Redemption Two? <laughs> Boy, I no, mean, no, no, we, say six times go, fast and one yeah. time slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about. It. I've never played Red Dead Video outside games. of like picking up a controller for like 10 to 15 minutes and shooting people and animals becoming and an outlaw it. very quickly <laughs> yeah joe just just immediately like trying to screw up someone's game by like shooting at innocent people and running people down in a horse it's yeah it's, it's gta in the old west yeah uh, that uh, you i was just about to say it's a very fun because i played it a little bit um and it was very fun but then i it was around the same time that i got uh uh, Shadow of War, which is a Lord of the Rings ish game, and they're similar in terms of just being like an open world with a bunch of quests and shit. And I fell much more into Shadow of War. So, hmm. um, nice. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've I, I remember when the game came out, there was like a ton of backlash over like overworking engineer like game designers to where they had to work like 120 hour weeks and like they had like exhaustion. You remember that? Yeah, they really worked them. But, like, uh, you are I, game designers, and you don't have to make it in the Old West. You just have to make it look like other people can make it in the Old West. So That's right. That's what they told them. I have no sympathy, and I think unions should be busted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was Joe is actually reading the, the internal memo word for word. For word. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was I actually also, think I was you also, guys should be thankful because this isn't the Old West. So I gave, yeah. I gave Dave Portnoy of Barstool all of his talking points. <laughs> Um, yeah. Listen. Uh, wage slavery aside, it looked like an awesome game. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it seemed it's fun. Everyone I talked to was like, "You, you just lose two weeks of your life playing it, and then it's over." And then, yeah, it was I lost. Awesome. I lost time not even doing the like main missions. I was just like, "I want to go. I want to go sh see if I can shoot a rabbit." And then you spend a bunch of time trying to shoot a rabbit. Yeah, and then you go and pick up the thing, and then you have a rabbit pelt. Great. <laughs> yeah, that said, huh. all that said, like what this episode is based on eating, like in the game, your character sits and eats stew. I would lose my. I like I watching it. I was like, I think I would lose my mind if I had to sit there and watch my character eat stew. <laughs> in a video game and like everyone's like oh no the realism's great but i'm like I, I think that's the point where i would be like this is fucking insane what i'm doing is insane right now well, like but I wait, you play... have to like sit and eat the whole thing yeah didn't you they had the, in the little clip he showed in that video the guy was he took like four sips and then was like poking at the meat like i, I would i'll play <laughs> a shoot 'em up video game for hours on end doing the exact same thing over and over and over again but like that that was i was like what is the going on? The minute you bring what real is, life into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? What is happening? Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I did... What was I going to say? Head on, I lost it. It looks like a good stew. It did look good. Although, I 
again. Oh, I was going to talk about the bear attack that preceded it. What, what about came, it, Joe? Came, <laughs> I was just going to say what came first, uh, the Revenant or this scene from Red Dead? Uh, I think the Revenant. I think the Revenant came first. Interesting. But mm. I mean, it's not like the Revenant invented bear attacks. <laughs> In my experience, <laughs> yeah. yes, they did. Before that movie, nobody knew that bears could attack humans. That's yep. Revenant Actually, it was 2005. That's not <laughs> sorry, oh. 2015. 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how both Joe and I were like, mm, try again, bud. <laughs> I will say ones uh, and zeros look the same to me. I am a computer. <laughs> the worst binary computer. <laughs> John's like, it came out in two. Yes, five. <laughs> 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 just like the worst character in the matrix they're all like looking at the green screen with the numbers dropping and john's yeah. like what do you guys see like oh he's, he saw the girl with the red yeah yeah yeah. i saw the girl with the red yeah yeah, yeah. that's how I, was, I saw that too <laughs> like yes green yes no uh oh, you know what really God. what movie really invented bear attacks was grizzly man ah the end. That, Have you guys not that seen movie, it? Oh, I've seen it. That movie is fucked up. I fucking love that movie. I have seen that movie more times than anyone should see that movie. I all Tw- I, twice. <laughs> thrice. You saw it twice. If you're <laughs> oh wow. If you're not willing to watch the whole movie, you should sit down and just watch the scene where Werner Herzog listens to the guy being eaten. Oh, and then just, and he's just uh, like, no one should ever listen to this. And then his his ex-girlfriend maybe is like i know Werner. no one ever should yeah. <laughs> but she just Insane. watched him do it yeah it's all uh, it's it's in this it's in the vein of tiger king where there is a very bizarre cast of characters that surrounded this guy like the weird yeah, it's all just like like pretty like mentally ill people doing some wild shit well there's his friend who's an actor and he's very clearly acting out his sadness like he he really like turns it up to talk about his dead friend. Yeah, it's and nuts. then there's the uh, the coroner who is like the most intense guy. He like there's a whole there's a sequence where he's describing the bodies that came in or whatever, and he's looking at the camera and doesn't blink. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't think it's crazy when you said Tiger King. I feel like I watched Tiger King twelve years ago. <laughs> it does. No, it's I because we're all locked inside. The cycle of what those things go through is where it's like it's the new hot thing everyone's watching it everyone's watched it and then it's just become a parody of itself that has all happened within the last week and a half and you're right it feels like it feels like that was like no that was that was three years ago that we watched all that thing but like no it was two fridays ago is what it was (laughs) i know wild well it's also it's like everyone in addition to everyone who would have normally been very online in that moment everyone else is now also extremely online yes, yes. and there is no escaping just the onslaught of takes and quote-unquote content are i will lump us in with that but less yeah. aggressively i mean all that like, exists right now is online so that's that's it right. there's nothing else we're at least not we're not trying to be like a current events pod that would be dog shit yeah what we are is a pod that, <laughs> that follows a cooking show with episodes that came out a year ago yes a year and a half ago thank you very much <laughs> james don't trump tried to make us more current than we um, are <laughs> fine but speaking of should we talk about this recipe yeah when was yeah let's hold on i want to find out when 
exactly this came out. It the just Red said, Death. It said, November 6th. November 6, 2018. <laughs> okay. It just said a year yeah. ago on YouTube. That's what I was going to So it's, what? yeah, so it's, that's a year and a half ago. Hell yeah, baby. Tight. Just, just the, like a fine wine. That's what we're doing. <laughs> hey there, folks. Welcome back to Binging with Babish. I'm Arthur Morgan standing in for Babish because he was too yellow to come out of the woods. So I'm making Pearson's special wild game stew. First things first, we got to build us a roaring fire. All right, so so Babish makes uh, stew from Red Dead Redemption Two, and he's out in the woods, and he is in character. How do we feel about the fun bit that he's doing? Um, I, well, I said before we watched that uh, I purposefully didn't watch this when it first came out because I saw that a bit would be happening. I said, "No, thank you." Uh, yeah, I didn't mind it, but I will. Oh, yeah, you I was did. On watching it this time around, it I seems it was right up fun. my alley of something I'd hate, but I actually didn't mind it. That's I'm like, yeah, it's fun. Oh, see, that's what I was going to say. It was like, I hated it, but it, I also recognized that it wasn't for me. You know, like I like if <laughs> if he if he was making a show that was aimed specifically at 31 year old white dudes, he would not have a successful show. This was he has a wide audience. Especially, he's got a, probably a lot. Of, I think he's got a lot of younger audience. Like he even mentioned that it's kind of a family show, even though I feel like well, there's an episode coming up that has a pretty racy joke in it. But like, whatever. So it wasn't for me. It was I didn't enjoy it, but it was fine. It was. Where do he does you. the 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 fecal stew from uh, the aristocrats joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I mean, it was an interesting episode. It's always interesting to see him not in his uh, in his own kitchen. I see, wrote, that's J- true. Johnny, to your point, sorry, I did write in my notes, I said, I want to hate this, but I would absolutely do this, as evidenced by me doing yeah. that bit at the beginning of this episode. The quarantine is no time for saying no. Quarantine is a time <laughs> for yes ending. People think quarantine <laughs> is going to kill improv, but really what it's going to kill is all of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes and yeah, as long as as long as two people are alive there can still be improv and therefore improv is alive as long who's as gonna run in front and Tom- edit as long as those two people are thomas middleditch and ben schwartz <laughs> yeah that's uh, um so he, he makes a called- brunswick stew pretty much he makes a brunswick stew yeah, which again uh, apparently wasn't invented until 1898, which doesn't. I feel like, how are foods still being invented at that point? I it, or, or how are foods this simple being that invented? It literally is just a stew with some red sauce in it, and they're like, boom! Right, we got in just under the wire before the turn of the century. We got right, it, right, boys. This is gonna show up at the next World's Fair. <laughs> We're gonna it show is up wild that a basic stew like that. Stew. <laughs> Say again, Johnny. Sorry. Was invented then. Oh, just it's crazy to me that that is like it couldn't have been that hard to put two and two together yeah. before that, right? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's nuts. It's like that's so late in the game. This has well, I mean, like didn't looking at it, I was like, this is a pre Civil War dish, at least. <laughs> didn't Da Vinci right. like have plans for a combustible engine in the whatever century he lived in? We didn't figure that out until around the same time that we invented this stew. But weren't onion rings invented in like 1983? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think so. Buffalo, yeah, I it's mean, the 1893 no, World's Fair. No, he said 1983, didn't he? Oh, I did say yeah, 1983. Was, no. A year before George Orwell. <laughs> but <laughs> buffalo wings weren't invented until the 70s, which is like, what? What was civilization prior to that? Right. 
Um, but yeah. Um, what do we think of the meats that he used for this? So he uses bear meat, venison, and uh, uh, what was the third? Third rabbit. I just real quick before we get into the meats, French fried onions may have appeared in Middletown, New York, on January thirteenth of nineteen ten. Oh, Middletown's near where I grew up. Okay, never mind. It wasn't invented then. It was somewhere else. Uh... It was invented in Kansas. <laughs> Sorry, Johnny. The meats. Rabbit looks very weird. I've had rabbit. Yeah, rabbit's it, no, delicious. Too, but just a, raw, a rabbit carcass that has yet to be readied for a stew. It looks like chicken, but it is very much not chicken. It's just weird when it's a mammal. I don't know. I don't know what my views are. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i believe uh i think it was because it was like it was quasi frozen because he didn't thaw it and like it did look weird frozen yes. yeah because it was all like scrunched up and like hard and weird looking but i mean i've had rabbit before it's delicious i've had venison before venison is delicious um i've had venison jerky before which is really good which was actually venison made from very good made from a uh a roadkill deer my friend in my hometown growing up used to get roadkill him and his dad, and they would make venison out of uh, deers that were hit by cars. I feel like this oh, sounds like yeah. something that people would think that I would say, so it's very nice to hear you say oh, it. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. This definitely, this definitely <laughs> sounds like some backwoods Michigan bullshit, but no, it was just <laughs> just, just some stuff in my hometown. Dude, that, yeah, my hometown was, like, right on the edge of, like, super rural and also, like, not rural at all and suburban, so we, we had a good mix. If you go far enough north in New York, it becomes the south again. Oh, a hundred percent, for sure. That's the same. Um, that's the same for most places. It's just yeah. as, as if you get far enough away from a metropolitan area. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, venison is delicious. I've never had bear. Have any of you ever had bear? No, never. I've, this made me very interested to try it. Yeah, and he said it was like known to be greasy, which seems weird like is it just because bears like store a bunch of fat? Is that why it's always it so greasy? I think? think yeah, that sounds right. I think I think. Be, you know, given that we had to, not had to, given that a lot of bears were killed in the quote-unquote taming of the West, uh, I think, yeah, that meant that a lot of them had a whole shit ton of fat on them. And then that turns into candles and, you know, grease and all that kind of shit. It's a very, it's, man, how how good does it have to feel to kill a thing that could that could end you with just a swipe? I mean... I mean, depends. Like, like now, probably not that great because, like, I don't know <laughs> sure. why. But if but you're like, you... if you're like living in the wilderness and you're like under yeah. threat of a bear, I'm That's sure it saying. feels. I'm sure it feels pretty fucking good. All you've got is a six shooter and a two pronged fork. Yeah, that's gonna feel pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he does use a two pronged fork, which is you'd think they would have at some point, and they did say, "Let's throw another prong <laughs> yeah. or two in there." Let's get, let's get, a, let's get at least. I want to see at least one more prong in this mix. Right after we invent adding red sauce to a stew, let's inv- let's add another prong <laughs> yeah. to this fork. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was it? Oh, the. The stew is going to be fucking thick. That was in my notes. There was a killer deglazing shot in there, getting the fond out of the it bottom. It was really good. It looked like cooking it over an open fire using – what's the, the three-pronged dangly thing called? Fork. A fork. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's just like a God cooking damn stand. <laughs> um, we just went over this. <laughs> cooking over the open fire with the cooking stand looked like a nightmare because like having to – like yeah. you have to – he was bent over the entire time, like at a 90 degree angle. It looked like it was murder on your back and you have to like 
grab the pot like you can't yeah. reach over because then you're just over the open flames so you have to like grab the pot and pull it to you and stir and it just looked man I it love, looked labor intensive and annoying yeah i, I didn't do look love fun. La- uh, camping style cooking because like we did a decent amount of camping when i was a kid and you gotta because we, we had one of those cooking stands but we had it you get the chain kind of going thrice in between each of the poles and then you have a grill that you lay on top of that like that is suspended by all those and you can cook like you know burgers and dogs and whatever on it which is a little more wieldy uh, as long as you're on like if you're on an incline or whatever it sucks <laughs> yeah uh yeah, no. but i do like cooking over open flame it's very fun no cooking over open flame is great but i've just seen contraptions that are better or you just like put a gr- basically put a grill over yeah. you like That's let the, the you let the fire die down a little bit and then put the grill over just the rocks so it's like low right. to the ground but it's a That's grill so it's heat. yeah but it's not you don't need to constantly like lean over the fire and do all that it just seemed like a pain in the butt you ever had a dump cake at a at a campfire a what dump a cake what? a dump apple cake dump, apple dump cake what's an apple dump cake hang on wait is this like is this like a thing yeah, no i've never heard of this about. before in my life i will yeah i, will I send, think it's I will, not a thing if cowards if you know about dump cake please for the love of god say something uh i need, <laughs> I need this but you do it call in we would do it in a a, a dutch oven uh which is also oh <laughs> uh, okay i see okay I'm looking it up. I looked it up. Uh, remember when Joey just made himself laugh by saying the word Dutch oven? <laughs> Even you saying it and remembering me saying it makes me feel great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all that to say, camping, cooking is fun. Oh, camping. We went on a walk today and somebody in like a deep, we were like a slightly deeper part of Brooklyn. Somebody had an open fire or like a wood fire going somewhere in their backyard it smelled so damn good and, and was the first time that I was like, fuck, I want to be outside more. I just was like, I just yeah. want to be outside of the house like a yeah, little bit more. Because right. uh, it just like reminded me of summer and fall and being outdoors and all that stuff. In the same vein, I hear you. we were watching Spider-Man uh, Homecoming the other day. And there's a part of it where he winds up like ruining. He's like running through the backyards of Long Island. And he like happens upon these children who are having a like a camp out in the backyard which i feel like is such a crazy overused thing in movies that like movies would have you believe every other backyard has children camping out in the back yeah, of it every every night in every movie universe children are in in droves going to their backyard which to camp out were either of you ever invited to go to a friend's house to then stay in a tent in their yard yeah absolutely oh, really? really it only ever happened to me once and we did it and it was 12 10 year olds and it was absolute chaos and we stayed up till <laughs> we stayed up till like six in the morning and finally their, their dad had to, his dad had to come out and be like everyone shut up and go to bed like it's this is over <laughs> this is done <laughs> yeah oh yeah obviously john you used to camp out in the yard a bunch I remember a friend's like tenth uh, birthday party. We called it Camp Runamuck, and we all slept slept in the backyard. Very uh, fun. Intense. It was a great time. <laughs> I got a pillowcase from it. Like you stole someone's pillowcase? No, no, no we no. all made pillowcases. Oh, okay. Oh, that's I thought, exciting. I with our like... hand with our handprints on them. <laughs> 
how like, long before those handprints wore off? I think I used the pillow for probably a solid year or two. With oh, the hand, okay. the, and the handprint stayed on. Yeah, that was like we put them on with paint. I, I got that, <laughs> but I would just imagine using the pillow would make the paint. Or every morning you're waking up with like a, a green a handprint on your paint face, on, like paint chips <laughs> on your cheeks. No, I mean it was real good paint that we used. <laughs> I don't remember. It's <laughs> oh, great. I do love the idea of like it's someone's birthday party and, and, and the parents forgot to get goodie bags. So they just panic and they're like, uh, the pillowcases are pillow the goodie cases. bags. They forgot to get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like, crap. To yeah, crap. What do we have lying around? We're like, I don't know. We got some house paint. Can we, can we use the house paint? Is that safe? <laughs> Who cares? Do you Who care cares? about these it. I also remember a fun fact about this birthday party was uh, the dad was uh, climbing up on a ladder to the roof to like hang up decorations and fell off of it about an hour before everyone got there. So he was in extreme pain the whole time. That shouldn't be funny, but damn it, it oh, is. Oh, shit, man. People falling what off idiot. ladders is... My dad fell off a ladder once. He fucked up his legs, but man, it was hilarious. <laughs> We still have we still he fell so hard that he dented one of the rungs in the ladder with his shin and that we we, we still use that ladder that's like our ladder around the house so every time we take it out you could see this one rung it's like it bent at an angle See I would that ladder would be uh I don't even know that I would donate it anywhere I think I would disassemble it and then destroy it Oh no that thing's a family heirloom from now on baby <laughs> Someday you'll add your own dent, son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, oh, uh, regarding um, the bear meat? And, oh, sorry, go ahead, Johnny. Yes, back to bear No, 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 back to bear meat, for sure. Uh, I was just going to say there was a part where he said, like, people don't cook with it because they say it has parasites, which I feel like, uh, is there a bigger red flag for meat? <laughs> yeah, pretty good reason not to cook with it. <laughs> yeah, all bear meat has trigonosis. Yeah, there's. I'm I'm cool not cooking with yeah. it. Yeah, you know it doesn't I, have that chicken, cows, pigs. Yeah, he's vegetables. not really. Although chicken, chicken is the same deal though. Of like, chicken is will get you so sick if you undercook it. So like, yeah, yeah like bear meat. I guess it's point. the same thing and, as chicken. And um, beef had mad cow in it for a minute, so that's off too. What is trigonosis, real quick? It's when uh, you, you it's can like move before pre calc. God damn, it. damn it! What was yours, Johnny? I said before pre-calc. <laughs> damn it! Yours is better. It's a winner. <laughs> um, uh, no, but seriously, I want to know. Answer me. Answer me. <laughs> what is it? I'll look it up. Joey, do we have any correspondence? I'll look up trichinosis. We have two correspondences. The uh, the first of which came in real hot five hours ago, uh, and it's a quicken. Comes from the OG homie Siv. Uh, AKA Civic. Well, I'll read, I'll read about trichinosis real quick and then you can read that. Okay. Uh, it's a parasitic disease caused by roundworms of the trichinilla type. During the initial infection, invasion of the intestines can result in diarrhea, abdominal pain, and vomiting. Interesting. All right. I'm going to pass on that. Gross. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's yours, Joe? No one the bear meat. <laughs> uh, okay. Civ is a quick one. This came in just a few hours ago. Uh, he says that he finally caught up on the eps uh, since the work from home order, and I would just like to thank James for calling in to record these episodes on his potato. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> fucking wrecked. That's 
fucked, man. All right, listen. James, no, we, what we, year's your we computer were, from again? We, what year's your computer we, from? I, we were just discussing how my computer is from the beginning of Obama's second term. So it's uh, oh, it's a oh. little dated. Also, it was I sounded fine in the first episode, but then I can't figure out how to use this fucking external microphone or internal microphone whatever you know what sim i love the idea sim, go of Barack your Obama. goddamn truck again or whatever whatever you did. <laughs> uh, i love the idea of like a f- barack obama with a full head of black hair looking at your computer and go oh that's a good computer <laughs> best thing about this computer is how it will yeah. never go out of style yeah that my computer was blessed by the senator from illinois <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the other correspondence that we have, I'm pulling it up here. Hang on. Uh, we threw out a poll uh, regarding Doritos, known colloquially in our house as Doribos. <laughs> Was that the poll? <laughs> hey, hey, do you guys think this thing my girlfriend and I say to each other is cute? We call it Doritos Doribos. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> uh, fuck it, let's pretend everything's fine. Which of the two OG Doritos is superior? Nacho cheesier or cooler ranch? And you'll notice that I've used their variations uh, where they were uh, superlatives and not uh, just descriptors. Yeah, I was wondering why. Right. Well, I was, yeah, but I got it. Uh, I figured it out. Yeah, most people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this one uh, ended up being closer than I expected. We had uh, 40 votes total, 23 for Nacho, 17 for Cooler Ranch. I thought Nacho was good job. Good job, everybody. The water. Um, I think that's the right ratio, though. Nacho cheese is a little better. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it is. In uh, a couple things in the commies, uh, James... Uh, rightfully weighed in on this. <laughs> Said nacho cheese is the OG, but the reigning world champ is purple bag Doritos. Sweet spicy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love I, them. I'll stand by that forever. I stand by that. Uh, Coward Rain said jalapeno is unnecessarily delicious. I've come around so hard on jalapeno as a flavor. Oh, jalapeno uh, rules. The jalapeno Doritos yeah. are delicious. But they're like, but jalapeno anything is best in small doses, and a whole bag of that, you're like, Jesus, this is too much. It, it, it's painful. It's Pals better has those jalapeno. Yeah, it's better chips. like at a party where you can like grab a grab a couple and then walk away. Like, yeah. oh yeah, and then get some purple bag and then go Hell back. Hell yeah, <laughs> and that just keeps going like that. Cool. Uh, Spencer, uh, front of the pod, Spencer Bland said, "Can OG three D Doritos be in this bunch? Because I miss those more than public social gatherings right now." Three D Doritos, wow. were phenomenal. See, I disagree. I think we are misremembering them through the rose-colored glasses of nostalgia and our and our childhood. I'm with James. They were they were not. They were fine. Yeah, they were fine. There wasn't as much cheesy stuff on them, and they were like not as. They were thinner. Yeah, they were not as crispy because they they had to puff the air in there. I well, think it's you, a different. It's a different thing entirely. You can't. Look, they're not. It's it's like how a pop chip. It's it's the same reason that I love pop chips and popcorners is why I like 3D Doritos. I like things that are puffed. Interesting. That's fine. That is fine. I'll allow it. Um, uh, Coward Annika said, "I will. I miss and will forever love their cheeseburger Doritos. Maybe the most low key, crazy response in here. I don't know that I ever had those. <laughs> they had. Che- I've never they had, had those cheeseburger Doritos. Let's see. What? Uh, what's the flavor profile on those? 
Well, I'd imagine it's a cheeseburger plus Doritos. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I bet it's got like a cheeseburger listen, vibe to it. Sons of bitches. I'm saying like, what are the, like? Do they have like ketchup? Do they have like mustard? Do they have? Or is there the tomato on there? What are I'm we lo- talking about? I'm looking or is it right just now, ground it from, beef? It from a, it was from a Doritos series called Doritos Late Night. <laughs> I love that. You know, I'm, love that. I'm putting up this picture this week. These are fucking. Hold up, Annika. We got to follow up. Uh, we have a lot of questions. Doritos late night tacos at midnight. Oh my god. Doritos late night all nighter cheeseburger. Also, uh, Annika, not to you don't have to dox yourself, but can we get like a general area of where you live? Because this feels like yeah. the stuff that they like test out in Dayton, Ohio, and then don't release <laughs> nationally because they're like it gave the kids weird a third eye. It's weird. Don't don't give it to them. <laughs> we tried this one out in Lenawee County, Michigan. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's um. These are wild. Uh, and then the the third in the series was uh, Doritos Late Night Last Call Jalapeno Popper, which feels like a moratorium for your soul. This is the last call if you eat this. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> you know, you know when you're at the bar at midnight, the guy say, "All right, who wants the last of the jalapeno poppers?" <laughs> John, John, I was just I was just gonna say like if you're if you're eating if you're eating a jalapeno popper on your way out of the bar at the end of the night, right? You you're well, like, well, it's four a.m. and I might as well. It has to be like you. That means that you have stayed past everyone else going home with each other, right? Everyone else has found someone to go home with. It's just you, the bartender, and the guy who's always there. Till 4 a.m. You're just... And you, you are slowly descending it to, to his level, but you're like, you know what's going to keep me from – this guy doesn't even eat. He only drinks. Here's what I'll do. I'll have some jalapeno poppers. No, you're just – I just imagine you just – it's just – you're going around to the now empty tables and eating what, it's, what people left that, that, they had, <laughs> that they had ordered hours ago. And they were like, does anyone want the last jalapeno popper? Like, I think that one hit the floor. We should just leave it. And you're like – Steve, come on. It's 3.30 – it's 3.30 a.m. A woman approaches you and says, hey, do you want to come home with me? You're like, no, no. If I hang around for 30 more minutes, the kitchen is giving away all the jalapeno poppers. Would you like to wait with me? Good, because I, that means more for me. <laughs> more for me. Uh, just so you guys are fully aware, while I'm doing this Google search of uh, 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 Doritos late night products, someone has also photoshopped uh, a product called Oritos. Oreos. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Flavor. I was going to say, I don't get that. <laughs> I get it now. Well, very all right. Fun. Johnny has to go watch Charlie Wilson's War because you got to make your way through all of Tom Hanks' filmography. James, you want to bring us I home? I do. <laughs> if you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. They still help us. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We are Gabby McBabish on Instagram. And you can send us emails. Uh, with questions, comments, queries, concerns to gabbingwithbevish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Later.